Hello and welcome to Podcraft. It's the podcast all about podcasting, the show that's here to help you run your very own show. My name's Matthew and I'm flying solo with you on this episode because we're going to be taking a listen to the sounds of some different microphones. If you're a fan of our main site, thepodcasthost.com, you'll know that we do a lot of equipment reviews over there. And 2019 saw a few decent bits of kit land on our doorstep, so I thought I'd put together a few sound samples of the various reviews that we've done, uh, put them together in one easy to listen to place. So what exactly will we be listening to today? We've got the AKG Lyra, a brand new USB mic from AKG. We've got the Electrovoice RE20, widely regarded as one of the best vocal microphones in the world. Then we've got the Aston Stealth, another premium range mic that I thought might make a really good name for a private detective. Aston Stealth. We'll take a listen to the Zoom SSH6, try saying that when you're drunk, which is a shotgun mic attachment for the Zoom recorder range. Then it's the Rode Wireless Go, a wireless lavalier mic with literally no wires. And finally, the Antlion ModMic USB, which is a USB mic with a bit of a twist. It actually attaches to your headphones and turns them into a really high quality USB headset. I'll be explaining more about each one in the sound samples themselves, and you'll find links to the full reviews in the episode show notes. It's worth saying that if you're not listening with over-ear headphones on, you'll probably lose out on a lot of the sort of subtle nuances from mic to mic, from sample to sample. But with that said, if you've got earbuds in or if you're listening through the car stereo, then that is the way 90 odd percent of the podcast listening audience will be consuming content too. So if that is the case, see if you notice much difference between the most expensive mic, which is the $400 Electrovoice RE20, and the cheapest one, which is the $70 ModMic USB. And by the way, I'm currently recording with the Rode Procaster into the Rode Roadcaster, and links to both of those will be in the show notes along with the rest. Anyway, let's get on with it, and first up, we're going to hear the AKG Lyra. Alright then, here is a sound sample of the AKG Lyra, recording directly into the Mac via USB and into Audacity. So I really do like the sound of this mic, I think it sounds brilliant. Uh, I'm currently recording on the front setting, front recording setting. So basically, yeah, it's designed to pick up the source from the front of the mic, which is, of course, the voice of the podcaster or user. So you'll see the, uh, or you'll hear even the isolation of them to sort of move around the sides of the microphone. And then when you come back to the front, you're being picked up really prominently again. So you've got a front and back setting there as well. Uh, the tight stereo and wide stereo, if you read the wee book here, I would say they're, they're settings that are designed more for people who are maybe recording a bit of music and stuff like that. I can't really see any podcasters using those two settings, but, you know, you might be a podcaster and a musician, and in that case it's going to give you that extra layer of flexibility as well. So if you get right up on top of the mic to test for plosives then, plosives, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled pepper, uh, obviously that is popping the mic but then I am right up on top of it uh, doing those plosives so it's um, 
I think it I think it handles that really well too. You know, I've not got a, a pop filter or pop shield in front of it there. Uh, tapping on the, the desk, obviously, I, I, I think that, you know, an issue we could hear with USB microphones if they're mounted on desk stands, so could be tapping on the desk, could be banging on a keyboard. But again, I think the AKG Lyra is handling those things pretty well. And yeah, one uh, one minor complaint I've really got about it is that the gain dial is actually on the back of the microphone. So when you're trying to, you know, if you if you start recording and you want to adjust the gain, you've got to kind of fumble round the back of the microphone to reach that. And there's two dials round there as well. So if you're not very familiar with the mic to start with, that could be a bit awkward. I personally would have preferred to see the, maybe the headphone dial around there and the gain dial uh, around on the front. So I guess I'm probably, you know, people might disagree with that and you're never going to please everyone. But that was my thoughts that... You know, it's not it's not the easiest to, to sort of change the gain when you're recording. So anyway, I hope that sound sample has been useful for you, along with the rest of the review. Overall, brilliant microphone, you know, the, probably the highest quality sounding USB microphone I've ever came across. And it's certainly a, a brilliant option for somebody who wants that real premium level of sound quality, but the simplicity offered by a USB mic. Alrighty then, here's a sound sample of the ElectroVoice RE20, which I am currently running into the Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 USB preamp. So this is a dynamic microphone that seems to incorporate all the sort of typically positive aspects of condenser microphones whilst at the same time rejecting the more traditionally negative aspects of those microphones as well. So what I'll do now is cut to a sound sample of the microphone in action being used in an actual podcast recording and this time you're going to hear it running into the Yamaha MG10 mixer. There was a, a really good article linked to in PodNews, podnews.net, if you're not subscribed to that, last week. And it was basically a, a guy who's involved in podcasts, and he's a podcaster and podcast listener, and he made a very compelling argument about we're listening to too much podcasts. All right, then, let's have a sound sample of the Aston Stealth microphone. It has four different settings, which we're going to take a listen to. But one of the interesting and sort of unique things about this microphone is it is a dynamic microphone and traditionally dynamic microphones, you do need that bit extra gain, that bit extra juice to get a decent signal with it. So you need to bump that gain up a little bit. That also means that you can kind of get that level of hiss or noise under your recordings. And with the Aston Stealth, they've actually built in this little amplifier. So you basically, whatever you're recording into, whether it's a mixer or a digital recorder, you'll have a phantom power setting for powering condenser microphones. So you can actually pop that on whilst using this, which is a, a dynamic microphone. And that'll just give you that extra juice, that oomph in your sound. So you won't need to turn that gain up quite as high. So I've not got that applied at the moment, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to turn the gain down quite a bit, then I'm going to pop that on and we'll just see if there's a sort of noticeable difference there. 
So there we go, I've applied that phantom power setting which is now uh, kicking in that little preamp that's built into the microphone. I've actually turned the gain down more than half a notch on the mixer, so that's really interesting that the amount of extra juice you're getting just from applying that setting. So like I say, that's a, a little built-in amplifier in the mic, which is a really nice feature. So the setting that we're on the now is called V1 and I've seen that talked about as being for basically male voices. So let's take a listen to me talking through the V2 setting, which I think is maybe for female or quieter voices. So this is me on the V2 setting now. So the next setting I'm going to go up to now, it, it's got a little G on the microphone, I think it stands for guitar. So this is basically going to go to a setting that you would use if you were recording a musical instrument, like an electric guitar. Let's go to that now. Okay, so that's me coming through the G setting now, the setting that you would use for musical instruments. And the next one, it's a D on the microphone, and this stands for... I think it's dark, um, dark vintage, I think it was. I should have really brought the uh, my review notes through with me, but this is basically the setting we're going to go on to next. Uh, kind of imitates the old school ribbon microphones, so let's pop up to that now. There we are, dark vintage. So ribbon microphones, you don't really hear much of them now, it's really just dynamic versus condenser but the ribbon microphones as far as I know were the like old school radio drama microphones you'd see this microphone hanging in the middle of a room and a bunch of people gathered around it with their, their radio drama scripts so this is the dark vintage setting uh, aimed at replicating those old ribbon microphones so I'm back down to that V1 setting now, just a couple more things I wanted to take a look at. When you do get close to the microphone, how is it for plosives? Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled pepper. Um, I've heard worse to be honest, it's, it claims to have a built-in pop filter, but I'm always sceptical about those things. But to be honest, yeah, I'm, I'm not really uh, creating those explosions on the microphone and I'm getting pretty pretty close up to it. I could hear a few but stick a standard pop filter in front of that and I'm, I'm sure it'll be much better as well. If I'm just looking to adjust the microphone I'm sort of listening out for any handling noise and with rejection you know if I come right back off the microphone here uh, talking right down the side of the microphone so yeah it's got a pretty good uh, level of focus when you're on front of the mic compared to when you sort of go around got a fair bit of isolation there which is decent if you're maybe not recording in the quietest of conditions maybe you've got a very very loud next door neighbor or housemate so anyway, hope that's useful for you. A sound sample of the various settings and features on the Aston Stealth Dynamic Microphone. So here's a sound sample then of the Zoom SSH6 Stereo Shotgun Mic Capsule. Just recording uh, in the office here just to give it a little shot. And uh, you could see how directional this actually is. If I just move slightly to the side there... Uh, you'll notice a huge difference in how it's picking up the voice and just coming back into the center here but yeah this is really something that you would want to add to your kit if you did a lot of 
recording on location, doing interviews in different places and things like that. So it's probably not ideal doing a sound sample in here because that's not really the sort of place you would use it. So what I'm going to do now is just cut to the sound sample of an interview that we did recently. Um, it was in the middle of a farm, so very much on location, um, bit of wind in the background, bit of aeroplanes going overhead, and you'll get a decent idea by listening to that of how it sort of focuses on the voice, how it picks up the voice, and basically how it sounds. So I'll cut to that right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as an organic farmer, the soil is probably the number one most important thing to what I do. And I think not a lot of people realise it, but soil uh, is actually becoming endangered because of deforestation and because of monocultures in agriculture, then a lot of soil is becoming eroded. And there's very little really good quality soil in the world because you really need to work to look after good soil um, and to, to build it. So I'll play this uh, sound sample for you in just a second. What I was doing was kind of testing the range of the Rode Wireless Go by walking around the building uh, and separating the, the space between the the transmitter and the receiver. What I noticed there was just this tiny sort of... Um, interference underneath the recording. I could just hear this high-pitched noise kicking in and out. And what I kind of noticed uh, retrospectively was if I moved, because I've got the, basically the receiver is plugged into the, the Zoom H5, and if I moved, um, the, you know, made the distance between those two a bit further away, uh, it kind of cut down on that noise. So that's a thing maybe to be aware of and I'm going to do a sound sample outside and what the plan was was to put the, the Zoom H5 and the receiver into a bag together but obviously that's going to cause a wee bit of issues there because you're not going to be able to to, to properly dictate the distance between the two if it's just shoved into a bag together so we'll have to have a listen to that and hear how it sounds but um, yeah, just aware of that as we're going into this next sound sample of me sort of walking around the building. Alright, so a sound sample of the Rode Wireless Go currently standing here in the studio. And I'm just talking into the, the built-in mic on the little uh, transmitter. So there's a built-in mic on there, like I said in the review and uh, I've just basically got it pinned on to my jacket. So I'm going to take it for a wee walk around the building and uh, going to have to unplug the headphones here. What we're recording to is currently the Zoom H5. So I am monitoring the recordings. You'll hear the reverb kicking in as I've left the, the sound treated area. Uh, so I am listening back to this. Uh, I've got my headphones plugged into the H5, but in order to, to test the signal, I'm just going to take these off and have a wee walk around the building. So let's go. Uh, so I can no longer hear what's being recorded. And uh, just leaving the room here and going to walk down the stairs. So uh, I won't go to the toilet. That'd be a, that'd be a really weird sound sample. Uh, so yeah, down in the sort of kitchen area here. So we're a fair, fair bit away from the... Uh, receiver. I get mixed up, transmitter and receiver, but uh, yeah, it's the receiver that's plugged into the Zoom recorder. So downstairs, directly underneath the room, 
that the receiver is in and now that the recorder is in so we'll just walk back up there now towards it and hear how it sounds but like I said in the review the the range thing is obviously quite attractive for people who do a lot of video and stuff like that but really for audio it's uh, it's not just so important because there's no real reason that you're going to need to be all that far away from the recording source anyway so so it's a nice uh, crisp clear day uh, not a lot of wind about and uh, a little, little bit frosty last night, a little bit slippy. Hopefully I don't fall over, although that would be an interesting part to the, the sound sample. Um, so I've not got that little wind jammer plugged in at the moment. And I'm just going to plug that on and see what that does. So, so that's the wee wind jammer plugged in now. The two little wind jammers that you get in the box with the thing. And... Uh, that's going to help, especially if the wind picks up a wee bit, and also just if you're moving, because when you're walking along, the the wind can sort of creep into your recordings as well, so that sort of low rumbling sound that you get. Um, but I am managing to monitor this, and from what I could hear so far, it sounds it sounds alright. can't really hear that high-pitched whining noise, but I think it's, it's probably because I'm outside and it's a bit louder out here, but... That's obviously just something to do with the, the wireless signal in the Zoom recorder because the Zooms are really sensitive. I've had problems in the past where mobile phone signals sort of crept into the recording and, uh, you know, back in the day when I never used to monitor recordings, when I was doing interviews I had a few of them ruined by that. So, um, interesting to know and interested to, to sort of listen back to it and, and hear how it sounds. Just thought I'd try a slightly different way of recording into the Zoom. So what I've done, I've plugged a quarter inch adapter, 3.5mm to quarter inch adapter into the uh, combo jack underneath. So that takes like the XLR and uh, the quarter inch. So I've used that adapter to go in that way to see if that lessens that sort of high pitch frequency noise that we're getting underneath the recording. And it's hard to say, I am monitoring the recording, but I think it's slightly better. I think it's uh, lessened. I'll have to hear them side by side again. But um, certainly if you put the receiver right on top of the, the zoom, then you can hear it. But, you know, if you just sit them side by side and they're not touching, I'm not really hearing that noise at all now. So that might be a better way to use the, the H5 or the H6 with this bit of kit rather than going into the... You know the capsule, the removable capsule on the top that has this sort of um, 3.5 input for external microphones. So anyway, there's uh, yet another sound sample for you. So here's a sound sample for you of the Antlion Mod Mic USB. So this is a basically a USB microphone headset that enables you to use your own headphones as the headset rather than. Uh, you know, buying a headset that comes with headphones, so it's it's less of that all-in-one bit of kit, but at the same time, you know, I think it gives you a much better sound quality, being a dedicated USB microphone, and you also get to use your own headphones as well, so if you've got a good pair of podcasting headphones, you get the benefit from just being able to, to use those all the time, and the good thing is, because it attaches via the little magnet, you've got that little sticky... Um, 
pad that has got the, the sort of clip magnet on it so you could attach and detach the boom arm depending on whether you want to actually use it or not so I think this is a really great piece of kit for somebody who maybe does a lot of Skype interviews, online interviews because the setup is just so simple and you're getting a really good USB sound as well with this microphone. So if you're jumping on a lot of calls with your podcast, this is just really handy to set up. It's not like, you know, I use uh, the Focusrite and that's great, but, you know, you have to plug that in, you have to plug your microphone in, set the mic up, or, you know, if you're using mixers, boom arms, that sort of thing. There could be a bit more of a setup involved there, especially if you don't have a, a sort of permanent setup for your podcast. Whereas this, you know, it's just really simple. Uh, you could be up and running in sort of 30 seconds and ready to to record so I think that's the main strength here you know if you're a solo podcaster I possibly wouldn't go down this route I would look to to maybe get a, a dedicated USB mic that would sit in front of me and I could monitor myself speaking as well but I think for interviews for convenience and you know the sound quality is really good with this too I think it's a it's a fantastic option for for lots of podcasters out there. So with this sound sample, I am recording, there's two polar patterns on this, I'm just going to unclip the the mic, uh, so apologies for any, any noise there, but yeah, we're recording on the omnidirectional setting at the moment, so you would use that if you're recording in pretty silent conditions, and that'll enable it just to, to sort of focus on your voice, you don't have to worry about any other sounds being picked up, but if you were in a, a busy environment, if there was a bit of background noise and you wanted it to really focus a lot more on your voice, you could just click it up to the cardioid setting, which I've just done there, and uh, stick it back on there. So yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't probably use that setting in a silent environment, but a good option to have when you're maybe out and about doing some interviews on the road or at events or anything like that. So that's the cardioid setting now, and there's also a, a mute button. I don't think I need to give you a sound sample of how the mute button sounds, but, uh, you know, maybe you'd prefer that. You wouldn't have to listen to me gibbering on. But uh, anyway, hope that's useful for you. That is the Antlion ModMic USB. Thanks very much for listening to this episode of Podcraft. I hope you found those sound samples useful if you're in the market for a new recording setup. Let us know what you think too. Did any particular mic jump out as sounding really good or really bad? You can tweet us your thoughts at the podcast host. And remember, you'll find links to all these reviews in the show notes too if you're looking for a bit more info on any particular model. Right, that's it from me. I'll go and unlock the storage cupboard and let Colin back out now. If he's still alive, you'll hear from him again on the next episode. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.